Yeah. I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo-boo? Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. What up? What's going on? Welcome back to uh, episode number two. Dose. Uh, speaking of number twos, I probably should have taken a number two before this. I feel the urge. As soon as you drink a little bit of that alcohol, <laughs> uh, it gets you. Yep. I took mine today. Oh, my abs are sore. Uh, yeah. I gotta make sure I sit them straight. My back is... Anyways, this is the uh, Trying to Parent podcast. Like I said, episode number two. Uh, and we just got back from our honeymoon. Yep, sure did. Uh, Hopefully... Uh, you have a baby that you're going to be ready to poop out in about nine months. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how that works, but yeah, mm, hopefully debatable. though, we uh, did it all over. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess before we get into any of this, we should do the, uh, the disclaimer. disclaimer. Oh, that's going to be good. We are married to each other. We are not married to any of these ideas. We are not giving anyone advice on how to raise their children. Seems professional. We do not know what the hell we are doing. <laughs> Hence the name, trying to parent. This is all trial and error. We are simply trying not to raise a couple of assholes. With that being said, make sure to tune in next week. Peace. Yeah, okay. I guess I've been uh, doing disclaimer at the end of the show last <laughs> time, so... Sure, tune in next week as well, but also tune in right now because here we go. It's been a while since we've done that. Uh, so yeah, we uh, yeah we just got back from our honeymoon last weekend. We were gone eighteen days. Eighteen days, uh, and we went to seven different countries in Europe. Holy shit! Seven countries. That's a lot. It was a blast. Yeah, seriously, it was just beautiful. Cold, magical, winter wonderland, mm -hmm. lots of food and lots of hot wine. A lot of hot wine. Lots of hot wine. <laughs> uh, I think they call it like glogi. Most places or Is, offshoot of that. Yeah. Glogi, Gluvine. Uh, that's only German and Finland. I don't know how to say. A lot of, lot of other places. Mule wine. Mule wine, yeah. Yeah. They all have their own different like spin on it. Mm -hmm. So we went to Finland and then Poland, and then Budapest, mm -hmm. and then we were supposed to go to Vienna, Austria, but they shut down. Yeah, right before we left for our trip. Right before we left, so we decided to skirt, take the train right over to Bratislava, mm -hmm. Slovakia, and then we went to Prague. Uh, Prague, Czech Republic, Chechnya, whatever you want to call it. And then up to Hamburg, where we visited my good friend Freddie in Germany. And then over to Copenhagen. Denmark. Denmark. And back to... Helsinki for our flight back home. Yes. 
So great freaking honeymoon. Got yeah. some beautiful snow. Again, everything was amazing. Highly suggest going over those places. I'm sure they're completely different during the summer, uh, the summer months. Spring. There was a fuckload of people there, though, even... I mean, especially in Budapest and in Prague, because those are big time cities. Yeah. People uh, everywhere. A lot of fucking kids, too. In uh, Slovakia. Just a lot of, I feel like I saw a lot of kids. Just out and about, a yeah. A lot of places. So I don't know if it was people from surrounding countries that were bringing their kids there on, you know, just trips, just traveling with their little ones. Yeah, we saw a couple of field trips where like a whole bunch of kids were out and about in the city too. There were a million field trips. Yeah. <laughs> there was a million field trips in Bratislava. And all these fucking kids around. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, there's like 30 of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess when you live in such cool places like that, they're like, hey, we could do a field trip like every week and show you something new. Not like if you're five years old, though, you're absorbing that information, mm. but maybe you are. So I don't know. I thought that was Burn pretty some cool. some energy at least. Uh yeah. We didn't tell anybody to make sure to, you know, follow us on our social media. So the Facebook would be trying the number two parent. Uh, the Instagram would also be trying the number two parent. Go ahead and follow us on both. Yes. And then YouTube if you want to watch because we are shooting this and there is video. Lovely footage. So that would be trying space the number two space parent. I'm pretty sure they're. Uh, very picky about how you type that shit in. Yeah. Uh, and then wherever you listen to us, thank you so much. You can listen to us basically anywhere podcasts are available. But also, if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, go ahead and hit that, What, whatever says now, subscribe, follow, give us five stars, please. We are trying to make this thing pop in. Um, go I don't ahead know how these kids are going to go to college, so hopefully <laughs> we, something comes of this, because <laughs> I need, ain't paying for shit. <laughs> Better get yourself a scholarship. We need some follows, some five stars. Tell us what you like. Tell us what we can improve on. Uh, be nice, though, because if I'm pregnant, I'm going to take that shit real personal. Yeah, show no, me that kidding. you like me. <laughs> show me that you like me. Um, Come on, Mark. Come on. Show me that you like me. Show me that you like me. <laughs> Hopefully you guys will eventually get our other... A lot of old drops yep. from our previous show. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the honeymoon was great. Like you said, we fucked a lot of places. Fucked everywhere. We did. So we fucked everywhere. Hopefully you're pregnant. We don't really know because, again, we just got back this week. Uh, yeah, so it's probably too early to tell now. Yep, we'll give it a you know another week or two of pissing I mean, on those old sticks hopefully i don't knowingly know i'm pregnant and drink. yeah i'm actually surprised you're drinking but i'm sure you'll be drinking throughout the whole pregnancy no, so. I won't. <laughs> that's terrible yeah that's terrible i wouldn't do that to our child right okay anyways i'm sure you've read studies where it's like oh, you know like three glasses of red wine and i won't do anything to the baby while i'm pregnant <laughs> no maybe in the third trimester that's a different story occasionally but definitely it's fairly crucial in the first trimester so as soon as you know i'm sure news you'll say a new study came out where they're like no a <laughs> bottle of night is supposed to be great for the baby <laughs> mm -hmm. so we'll see about that um <laughs> for the record i had a negative test yesterday so yeah but so it's it's still it's still early, though. It's still you, I early. Mean, I don't know how that stuff really works. I have no idea when I was ovulating because my definitely could be pregnant. cycle's been all fucked up. Mm -hmm. so. Did we talk about that last time? We you did, briefly. 
Yeah, I know that was very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, where was your favorite place oh, that we went? God. I mean, it's really hard to say. People, since we've got back, everybody's asking us, hey, where was your favorite place? Where was your favorite place? Yeah, it's A lot so, of them are so different. It's so different. They all have their own vibes and just like their own. I don't know. Like, so I, I wanted to like Slovakia, but obviously they were under a lockdown. So, like, maybe we'll try that place again another mm -hmm. time. But um, Helsinki surprised me at how much I liked it. Um, Budapest was so busy, though, but due to just the history of those buildings and like Budapest and Prague, I, I really liked Warsaw. That one surprised me. Definitely. Too. I mean, Warsaw was pretty cool. Warsaw was dope. Yeah, yeah, Warsaw was definitely dope. Um, Hamburg, we had a different type of experience in that city, so it's kind of harder to say. Yeah, we met up with my buddy from high school that I played basketball with who has been living in Germany for like four years now with his girlfriend. And uh, yeah, he kind of showed us a different, different side of it. Um, but I would say Hamburg was the least like... Wow. Old timey. <laughs> yeah. It was much more, you know, new buildings. Modern city. Modern style stuff, which, you know, was cool. Uh, I definitely like to see it in the summertime. Cause yeah. Buddy Freddie said it's really popping off there. But yeah. Gosh, yeah. Me, just it's, burped. <laughs> it's just so hard to to pick. I think like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Where, Budapest. I don't I don't know. Where could you see yourself most likely living with kids? Because, I mean, that was a big reason why we decided, not why we decided to go over there, but we've potentially been looking at places where we would want to move overseas with kids when they're young so they can learn a second language, so they can get kind of immersed in a different culture. Mm -hmm. And we figured, hey, these are some places that we've never been. Uh, let's check them out and see how highly they rank on our potential places to move in the future. Yeah, as far as like maybe potential cost of living, I would in just kind of overall vibes, I would say Poland, Germany, and which one is less expensive, Prague or Budapest? They all kind of they were pretty comparable to each other. Yeah, pretty comparable. I think they were like as expensive as stuff was here yeah which we were expecting some places to be a bit cheaper the cheapest place was for sure warsaw poland yeah dude five um, yeah, that was like surprising how cheap it was yeah so that was really cool um but yeah god i don't know i would say maybe budapest uh could be a potential landing spot. I could see us landing though in Poland. Yeah. I still really want to check out Krakow. Yeah. But, I've heard uh, great things about that city too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to go back in the summer. And Definitely. See. Definitely go back in the summer. <laughs> Complete different vibes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Christmas markets were awesome. Yeah, though. Christmas markets were lit. If you're into Christmas, man, if you like Christmas here, go to Christmas over there. Europe. Because That's they shit on what we're doing here. It's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, Americans actually don't give a fuck about Christmas. <laughs> Those people got lights on every building, yeah. trees everywhere. You're like, oh, it's definitely Christmas yeah. right now. Over here, we get back and we're like. 
we were well we were on our uber home at like three in the morning and we're just like there's no lights anywhere nobody has lights like i mean barely anybody okay so funny story when we got back from our uh honeymoon we hopped in the uber so we originally drove to her brother's house who lives about 40 minutes south of us Mm -hmm. in oregon city and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get an uber so we left her car at her brother's house and he was either going to take us in the morning or we were going to be able to get an uber because we had a super early flight yeah and they're just so hard to find yeah we've had issues getting them from where where we live currently it was like four in the morning i was like "Mm." So we got an Uber and we left her car there with her keys and everything. So on our way back, uh, we get in at like 2 p.m. 2 a.m. 2 a.m., sorry. And we were already late. We were supposed to be here at like 11 a.m. 11 p.m. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so we get in super late. We get the Uber back to the house. It's raining, of course. What's up, Washington? And I mean, kind of actually pouring. Yeah. And we get here, they drop us off, we come into the garage, open the garage door, like the actual garage door. We get to the garage door that leads into the house. I go to open it and it's locked. And I'm like... Shout out us having secure homes. I'm like, shit, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that locked this before we left just because I wanted to be super safe. So we're like, hey, what are the chances that we didn't lock the back window? (laughs) So let's go around to the back and try to break into our own house at 2 a.m. in the morning. So we go around the back the window is not open and so we're in the garage like hey what the hell are we supposed to do our spare key which you know you use to get into the house when you don't have your keys is in the house which is a great place (laughs) to have your spare because that makes sense yeah uh and we end up hitting up our good friends josh and amber who are a couple hoodlums and we assume they would be up at that point in time because we got home on a friday night yeah 2 30 at night uh and they were they had been up drinking so we went and spent the night Shout at their out. house. We Ubered to their house. Yep, Ubered to their <laughs> house. Waited about an hour and a half to get some Jack in the Box because we hadn't eaten in like 12 hours. 12 hours. We were like so, we had been up for 30 hours at that point. We're hungry. We're so exhausted. And we get to their house at like 3.20 in the morning. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to order some Jack in the Box, but it'll be like an hour. And we're like, fuck it. Fuck it. So by the time we went to sleep, it was like 4.30. I'm like texting my brother and his and that, sister-in-law. That, that Jack in the Box was bullshit. Yeah. Oh my God. They fucked up waste. all of our orders and it was so expensive as it should be at three in the morning. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Um, that I was like texting my brother and my sister-in-law like, hey, we can't get in the house. One of you are going to have to come get us. Like you guys have our keys and they're watching Nina anyways, our dog. So, um, and we had spent eighty dollars in ubers oh my god just ubers from the from airport the- to our house and then from our house to josh and amber's it was 80 bucks and i'm like i'm not ubering 40 minutes that would probably be a hundred dollars yeah so i set an alarm at eight so we slept from 4 30 to 8 my brother came got us we came back in the house at like 11 in the morning and we were just pooped we were so exhausted <laughs> yeah that was a that was a tough day for sure it was really uh demoralizing when we got here and the door wasn't open i was just like oh i wanted to be so mad at you but i knew i was the one that locked the door and i'm like i'm just not gonna say anything about this god damn it so that yeah what a great way to come back i mean your flight get delayed for hours we get here we can't get into our house we have to go sleep somewhere else like it was just compounding so uh 
What if we had kids with that? Like, oh my god, it oh, would have been the end. That would have been fucking horrible. Shout um, out to kids. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait to have those guys. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into talking about more about kids and family and um. What's this podcast all about? Yeah, let's talk about coming. Coming. Well, well let's talk about. Pre-cum, pre-cum, to be more specific. All so right. we're going to dive into this. What do you know about pre-cum? <laughs> um, well, so I pulled up a couple articles here so I can be a little informational. So All according right. to the CDC, the actual chance of conceiving from pre-cum is 22%. So if you're using the pullout method, you got 22%. Bro, so the pull-out method, pull-out <laughs> game, flimsy. People are not great at pulling out. No. <laughs> well, so the funny thing is, is that pre-cum comes out before the man starts to feel any, like anything. So oh, yeah. You'd have to pull it out, like literally in the middle. You and put then, it in and you're like, I'll come in five minutes, pull out at yeah, two minutes. Cause <laughs> exactly. Um, but the pre-cum fluid itself doesn't contain any sperm. It's actually the leftover sperm that's in... The old nut? The old nut hmm. is what contains the sperm. Pre-cum itself, um, it, the fluid that comes out doesn't actually contain any semen. It's just what's left over from the previous ejaculation. That's what gets you pregnant. So like normal semen contains 40 million sperm and then pre-cum has anywhere between zero and five million. So Damn. it's... The fluid itself doesn't have a whole lot, but if you're ovulating, you most certainly can get pregnant from pre-cum. Nice. So if you're fucking dudes out there <laughs> that you don't want to have babies with, uh, maybe don't let them talk you into doing it raw because <laughs> yeah. they're like, hey, I'll just pull out. It's no problem. You got 22%. Yeah. 22% don't take chance those odds. that you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> we know some people that, you know, that's happened to. Yep. I'm sure you know some people that that's happened to. For sure. Well, I looked up some stuff also, and according to Planned Parenthood, because everybody loves information <laughs> from Planned Parenthood, mm -hmm. uh, the chances of getting pregnant from pre-cum are pretty low, like you said. But they said it is possible. The way they word this is really funny, so I'm going to read exactly what they say, because they're so just like to the, to the point with their words. They're like, pre-cum, also known as pre-ejaculation, is a small amount of fluid that comes out of your penis when you're turned on. <laughs> but before you ejaculate, come, in quotes, oozing pre-cum is involuntary. You can't control when it comes out. Pre-cum doesn't usually have any sperm in it, but some people may have small amounts of sperm in their pre-cum, which would be that leftover cum we spoke about. Mm -hmm. uh, if there is sperm in someone's pre-cum and that pre-cum gets into your vagina, it could possibly fertilize an egg and lead to pregnancy, much like we discussed. Okay, so there's no way to know when there is or isn't sperm in pre-cum. That's one reason why the withdrawal method, the withdrawal method, they call pulling out, they put pulling out in quotes, the withdrawal method, I just withdrew my penis from <laughs> your vagina, uh, isn't the best at preventing pregnancy even if they pull out before ejaculating, in quotes, coming. Uh, if you want to prevent pregnancy, put on a condom before your penis and vagina touch. Now, I don't know about that. I think you could still rub the penis on the outside of the vagina and not, just don't rub the head on there because yeah. there could be yeah. some pre-cum on, pre on there. Yeah, you could have some pre-cum on it. 
even better, use both condoms and another kind of birth control together. Damn, they said double up. Yeah. I thought they were going to say use double condoms, which I've heard is not a great <laughs> no. idea. Uh, that sounds so uncomfortable. So, Ugh. yeah, I mean, the myth about being able to get pregnant off pre-cum, not being able to get pregnant off pre-cum, you know. It definitely can. Yeah, for certain. We're making this fact. It's possible. Yeah, I know. So Some people. Yeah. So. Um, wrap it up. Or don't wrap it up. Get on the pill. Or don't get on the pill. Just bust nuts, you know, and take chances. I know some people that have taken many chances and not gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah facts 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 um now we were going to talk about positions um that may or may not help you get pregnant and whether they're you know myths or not myths okay uh do you have any preconceived notions about certain positions and them being better at getting you pregnant than others um, you burping on our show? I am. Jesus, disrespect. Burping all yesterday and today. Um, more so, I mean, I have some like old wives' tales about like if you want a boy or a Is girl. Is it old wives' tales or old wives' tales? I think it's wives. I don't know. That fucking blew my mind. I always thought it was old wives' tales. I think it's an old... Old wives, like old hag. That makes way more sense. I guess you could just look that information up. I would have put my left nut that it was old wives tales. Old wives. Old wives. You heard it here first. Uh, I'm pretty sure (laughs) a lot of other people never knew that. Or maybe I'm the only fucking idiot out here that (laughs) thought it was old wives tales. These are old tales that are very wise. That are from the wives. That are from the, the wife, wives. The wifeus. Wives, yeah. <laughs> wifeus. Microwave. Microwave. Fancy Jeez. ass way to say microwave. Okay, so uh, carry on. I, I apologize for oh. interrupting you. No, you're fine. Just like, uh, I mean, some things say like let gravity help you so like if the woman's on top maybe your chances are a little less because what goes up must come down yeah kind of the laws of gravity if you wanted to science i think i heard somewhere semen comes out of like what 30 miles an hour or something i'm not sure i I, don't know i feel like i know i've shot loads pretty quickly (laughs) i mean both in the amount of time from which i enter into the force it comes out with so (laughs) uh i wouldn't be surprised if i'm shooting Shooting fastballs out of there. Yeah. Um, but so they say, obviously, if this, the cervix is pointed up to that way, the semen can kind of like go down into it as like gravity speaks. Um, okay. But there's some old wives tales about if you want to try and choose your gender, even though there's no scientific things to back that up so have you heard anything uh well let's go with i looked some information up about old myths on the sex positions and here's uh the top four sex positions myths if you're trying to you know get a baby inside you so myth number one is missionary is the only position to use now i don't know 
who came up with that? Probably the Mormons or something, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that's where missionary comes from. Or they do the uh, hole in the back of the nightgown and let it soak. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we can just nip that one right in the butt that missionary is not the only position that will allow you to get pregnant. Because yeah. a lot of people are fucking all kinds of way ways. different ways. Yeah. So definitely myth. Myth number two, you definitely shouldn't be on top. Now this kind of speaks to your law of gravity. gravity. Uh, you shoot to come up, the come is going to want to come down, uh, laying on your back or, you know, kind of rolling and having your knees go to your chest, whatever the case may be. Uh, apparently that's not a real thing. Maybe because we're shooting in India at 30 miles an hour, there's no chance <laughs> it's that it's just, coming back It's out. like, where where am I going to go? I can't go to the yeah. side. I got to go just straight up. Going right into that cervix. Uh, myth number three, use the position where you're most likely to have an orgasm. Now, if you had to have an orgasm yeah. to get pregnant, that there'd be, be a lot less babies yep. in the world. There sure would be. Oh, my back. Do it doggy style to conceive a boy. Now... I don't know if that's just men being like, hey, should definitely put out there in the world that if we get the fuck from behind, we're making a boy. I actually read that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? So, the, okay. So the thought behind that is um, they say that the male sperm travels faster mm -hmm. and the, the girl sperm travels slower. So like if you want a boy, put it as close to the uterus as possible so that way they can just shoop and go in and, and latch on to the egg or get in the egg or whatever fertilize egg um so the the myths are if you want a boy have it as close to ovulation as possible and as deep as possible so that would be doggy style or the girl on her back with her with the legs with the knees up towards the chest because that's where you can get deep if you want a girl they say to have sex like a couple days before ovulation and that way the boy sperm will die off before ovulation and the girl sperm is slow and steady wins the race hmm. so they will get there but you want to put them lower in the vagina so that way by the time that they get to the egg on ovulation then you'll have a girl interesting we should talk to our multiple friends about this back in Arizona who like all of them had fucking kids had, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. All had kids and all had girls. Yeah, that's true. They did all have girls. So we should ask him, how was you, how were you fucking? Yeah. Apparently you weren't putting deep enough or hitting it from doggy <laughs> style because this is what creates boys. Um, unfortunately that is a myth. If it was that easy, that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. If you could just like control. Yeah. Just, let's just say there's no real, scientific evidence to back this up because they're just old wives tales about wives tales. let's have a game along with trying to create a baby so yeah so i think we're still at the point actually if you do uh what's it called where you get inseminated by uh them like putting the sperm into your eggs or whatever if they're doing it 
Yeah, uh, intrauterine. Okay, so there's two different kinds. There's intrauterine insemination, or, and there's IVF. Okay. Um, now they can mess with that and pick kind of boy or girl, right? They have um, the ability. So they they do have the ability. I know for IVF, I'm not. I don't know a whole lot about the um, IUI, but the IVF, you have an option that you can double check the chromosomes one to make sure that the baby is healthy. Um, like check for downs or like other type of chromos chromosome related, you know, defects. Um, mm -hmm. but you can also know the gender by doing that. Um, I think it's extra to do that though. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. We're, I feel like we're going to get to the point soon where they're like, yo, make that motherfucker six, five. <laughs> and I want him to have a fat ass <laughs> and definitely not flat feet. <laughs> Good size. We calves. both have. Super flat feet. Flat ass feet. I will say though, so um, this Britical, Britical, British, Britical. Me <laughs> British Medical Journal study reported that 27% of women who remained lying down after intrauterine insemination became pregnant compared to the 17% who got up immediately after. So like if you're immediately getting up to go pee after sex, I guess according to this journal, you have a less chance. So you need to let it sit there and marinate. So some things, whether it helps or not, suggest having your legs up so that way your pelvis boop is, you know, gravity, like we said, um, for up to 10 to 15 minutes after sex, which I feel wow. is a complete unreasonable amount of time. It's a very long time. Yeah, that's so long. Um, but seeing as Uber Facts just told me that the average shower time is eight minutes, I, know, I couldn't imagine laying on my back for 10 to 15 uh, minutes so with a huge load in me just waiting. Yeah. Like just waiting. Uh, but you know, if you're having problems conceiving, it might be worth a shot. It's Definitely not the end of trying. the world. Yep. Not the end of the world. So nice. Well, uh, we basically tried all of that <laughs> over our trip. So, uh, chances are that we have a baby are hopefully good and hopefully no idea what the gender will be we did both deep and shallow <laughs> <laughs> so on top and on bottom <laughs> yes from behind and from the front whatever that means standing and laying uh yeah did it all mm -hmm. so well after all this talk about you want to go do it sex oh, <laughs> definitely definitely that's what i was hinting at <laughs> But before we do it, let's talk about why we enjoy doing it. And that would be because we learned early on and why we think our relationship is so strong. We learned early on about our love languages. Oh, yes. Uh, I remember this day that you first asked me what my love languages were. What a question for a male, me, to ask a female. That's how you sync the ladies. Yep. Gentlemen, look at me. That Camera. dude, that's what got me. I was like, oh, is, he's thoughtful as fuck. What is your love language, ma'am? And she'd be like, I don't know what it's you're you. talking you're about. It's you. You're my love language. Take me now. I don't know what you're talking about. So if you learn this information and you bring this up, it's a great way to just bag the chicks. Rope them in. Now, I wouldn't advise using this to just bag a bunch of chicks and fuck them. No. Because that's kind of I mean, of it'll rude, work, but you'll but be a dick. Work, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's talk about... Had you heard anything about the love languages before i had mentioned this to you yes so actually um my brother and his wife my oldest 
brother and his wife had brought this up to me uh, years ago. Um, they were talking about their love languages because at at the time, theirs was the same. And that's why they did so well for so long. But hmm. it is also... Do you remember what their number one love language was? I think it was acts of service. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Word, words of affirmation, acts of service. Um, they're, neither of them are real touchy people. Okay. So we'll go yeah. over all of them. Yeah. Um, but so I had read the book years, years ago, like, I don't know, maybe eight years ago or something like I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's just called the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Or something like yeah. That. There's pretty short read. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different kinds. There's like relationships, there's coworkers, there's friendships. So obviously what you expect from your lover is not going to be the same thing you expect from your colleagues or your friends. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I would highly suggest reading this book just yeah. because it's so, uh, informational. Now, you would think like, oh, I love this person. We, you know, we get along really well. Um, that, you know, that's great. But you may not speak the same love languages, which is a big deal because you need to know how to communicate with your partner through, you know, actions and just other ways besides like you need to know what speaks to them. What quote fills their love tank? Yeah. So you can find a test if you don't want to read the book. Uh, and just being an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Read the book, but uh, it'll definitely help you out. But you can find a test to find out what your love language is, uh, and then you could communicate with your partner if you have a partner, or before you get a partner, you'll know what they are, and you could relay that information to them at you know said time. But I think the most important thing is realizing your love languages don't have to be the same. Mm-hmm. You just have to realize what the other person's is, so you can make sure to focus on doing those things that speak to them and, you know, communicating with them what yours are so they can do the things that, you know, move you and make you happy, make yeah. you feel appreciated. Yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people love to express love in the way that they like to receive it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, that's not always the case on how you can nurture your relationship. It's that's usually where people go wrong. They're thinking, oh, this is what makes me feel good. Yes. Like, why are, you, why are we not, why are we having issues at this point? Because, you know, I love spending time with you. Quality time is my number one love language. And yet it doesn't seem to be working out for you. Maybe that's because your love language, your number one thing is not quality time. It could yeah. be something else. So, so do you remember what yours were when we first started dating? When we first started dating, I believe my top one was physical touch, um, which I explained to you because we just recently retested again. And they will change over time yeah. uh, as your relationship goes on because you become more comfortable with things. You, be, you realize, you know, what things you put more you know, value into and just what's more important to you. Yeah, the things that make you feel secure in the beginning aren't the same things that make you feel secure after you have a couple years into it. Definitely, definitely. So mine was physical touch at the beginning because I felt like I constantly needed you to show me like, hey, I care about you. I This is how I'm going to show you I care about you and I'll do it in public. I'll do it in private. Just the actual touch made me feel very secure. Yeah, same. And it let me know in my head that, hey, I know that she is really into me because 
she's constantly touching me, which now that we're married and we've been in a relationship for over three years, obviously I know you're fucking into me. Like, <laughs> like I don't need to be like, like me. well, she's not touching me today. So I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> That's not the case. So, uh, yeah, mine have changed. And now there's, like we said, five of them. My number one is quality time. I still really appreciate spending time with you, even if we're not touching or anything, just being in the same general vicinity as you kind of refills my energy and everything. My number two is words of affirmation. Now, when you're telling me I did, you know, really good at something or that really helped you out or whatever, you know, whatever the words of affirmation may be, how much you love me, that really has holds value. Fills his love tank. Yes, with me. Um, the number three would be acts of service when you do things for me. When you go to the grocery store, when I'm at work, when you make dinner, when you, you know, clean the house, all the different things you do when you do the laundry. I do things too. But uh, yes. he <laughs> um, actually cooks maybe more than I do. <laughs> yeah, we, we enjoy cooking together. But those things, again, really show me uh, that, hey, I appreciate you. I'm often at work the majority of the day. You work from home. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to do these things, knowing that I may be slightly more tired than yeah. you are. You're way more physical job than. Uh, my number four thing is physical touch. So it moved from number one to number four mm -hmm. again because I became more comfortable with our relationship and I'm just at the point where I'm like, I don't need you constantly touching me, even though she still does very frequently. I don't need you constantly touching me to let me to reinforce, you know, my feeling of, oh my God, does she still love me? Like she's not touching me. No, I feel comfortable knowing now that I've locked her down and put a ring on yep, it, folks. put a ring on it that the physical touch can fall back a bit and the other ones can come forward. Uh, and then my last one, they break these down into percentages as you take the test. They let you know, hey, this is like 40%. This is, you know, 25%. My last one was receiving gifts. Now, that came in at 0%. I don't exactly, you know, I mean, getting gifts is cool. Who doesn't like getting gifts? But getting gifts is not something that's like, oh, this person loves me. They got me gifts. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is not a huge deal for me. Now, I love giving gifts and I feel like I, you know, do that quite frequently. That's a way that I like to sh express love. Yeah, for sure. But receiving it is not a huge deal for me. Now, I have yours broken down if you want to. Oh, okay. I was trying to find the percentages. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh here we I'm go. I got it. Okay. So yeah, go ahead, go over yours. Yeah, so in, in the beginning of our relationship, my top ones were physical touch and quality time. Um, gifts has always been last for me. I've dated someone where gifts was their number one and we just clashed constantly because I was like, he felt I was unappreciative and I was like, I don't give a fuck about the gifts, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that's, a, that's something that commonly happens when uh, receiving gifts is one of your top things because it's not like... It's not like I don't appreciate them, but that I'm like, yeah, I it's, would. It's not like a shallow thing either where you, that's just, again, all of these things, that's just your love language. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong. Like everyone is different. You know, it, it, it really helps to make yourself aware of what makes you happy and to just be aware of the fact that what makes someone else happy isn't always going to be the same level of yours. So. And communicate that. Yeah, to them. exactly. Okay. So go ahead. Sorry. All right. So, um, we, when we retook ours, 
mine changed quite a bit. Yes. Um, my acts of service went up to 30%. And it's like, if you take out the trash, like you do all of these things. Where I'm like, oh, shit, you didn't have to do that, you know. Um, you put the dishes away, like mm-hmm. all these types of things. I know you hate putting the dishes away in the morning <laughs> that are in the drying rack. So I hate it. Um, and then my second one is words of affirmation at 27%. Okay. So very close second. Yeah. Which that obviously went from number three, I think, I mean, it had to be three or four previously. So, um, physical touch is 20%. Tied with quality time at 20% and gifts was 3% just because you always would bring me like Kit Kats and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. that yep. is such a thoughtful gesture. Like you yeah. thought about me at to my, bring me my favorite candy. At my job, they would always set out when I was working for FedEx, they would always have like, you know, sandwiches and then a bunch of soda for people to take for lunch. You bring me a Diet candy. Coke. I'm like, yeah, I'm always just like, all right, I'll bring you a Diet Coke. I know you like Diet Coke. Yeah. With stuff like that. I was like, oh, Little okay. That's cute. Um, but yeah, so ours, obviously, our our love languages changed over time. And they're not the same. They're like, not the same, but they seem to still have changed together. Yeah. Like, they're both acts of service, words of affirmation, mm-hmm. you know, quality time, stuff like that. Um, I think that's why we still get along just as good as we did in the beginning. <laughs> I agree. And again, it's the communication and understanding what your partner's... Uh, you know, top two, top three love languages and speaking that to them and, you know, having them speak yours to you. Yeah. It's. Yeah, for sure. And I, and like speaking of like acts of service, um, it made me think of something that one of our friends in Arizona said, um, I asked her, she, they have a couple month old baby now. And I asked her like, how has your relationship changed since having the baby? And she made the comment of it's really hard to not be selfish during this stage of like, well, I was up all night or I did this. So you need to do this for me. And she's like, but you still have to think of like, okay, well I still have to do things for the other person too. Like they also did xyz with the baby like you can't be like i did this so you have to do this for me and i think that um is a pretty big thing with acts of service because like i'm probably going to expect i mean honestly i'm probably going to be like i I need you to do this for me (laughs) i mean it's already number one for you but i guarantee acts of service will probably be number one for both of us just because anytime anybody's willing to do something to help you out in regards to I'll be the a new baby, challenge for sure. Yeah, we'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much for getting <laughs> up this time and checking on the baby or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So we'll retake the test again once we actually have a kid yeah. and be like, hey, you know, this is how they've changed. We'll retouch on this. But yeah, that's super important. Yeah, for I sure. Think. So again, try this out. Just go to uh, www.5lovelanguages.com uh, and go through the website, find the quiz, take the quiz. It doesn't take too long. Yeah. Uh, and it'll help you understand yourself better. And if you have a partner, have them take it. And then you guys can discuss it and mm-hmm. have a better relationship. Yeah. It definitely will help. I suggest everybody do it. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So uh, what's next? Uh, is it the best states to give birth in? Yes. Best states to 
have a baby to and pop one out at. Now, it's very interesting because we live in a state that's, you know. Now we do. Yeah, we live in a state now that is one of the better places to live when having a baby. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because we live right next to a state that is not a good place to have a baby, apparently. Which not we yet. Found out. Yeah. It's working on it. A lot of people are changing their rules because, I mean, it should be even across the board. Mm -hmm. But I know you did a bunch of, you know, research on this and found out good places versus not good places versus how we rate as a country versus other countries. Um, I mean, we talked to some people when we were in other countries about potentially having babies and, you know, just how they kind of take care of you over there versus how they take care of you here. So the floor is yours. Oh, goodness. All right. So um, what is there? Is like 213 countries in the world or something like that? I believe that's yeah. right. 212, 213. Um, so 180 nations have paid sick leave. Some of them have up to a year. What was it? Japan and Japan and, and Norway. Norway. They give you up to a year of paid. A year. A year. Holy shit. Um, so there's 11 countries in the world that don't have paid sick leave. And the U.S. is one of them. And I think that's fucking mind-blowing. Or like FMLA. Okay. Family Medical Leave Act or whatever. So gotcha. paid. So there's paid and unpaid. And you mean across the board? Like... Because are there states that do it? Yeah, so there's nine states that have it or that are in the works of having it. Um, nine states? Yeah. Last time I checked, we have 50 states in the country. <laughs> nine states have this? Yeah, so... Holy shit. Um, California, they give you eight weeks. Um, and then the rest of these are 12 weeks. Connecticut, Washington, D.C., Hawaii, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York... Rhode Island and Washington State, ta-da, where we live. Um, so Oregon, which is 15 minutes away, they actually don't even have paid medical leave yet. They won't have it until September 2023, which I think is outrageous. Which is insane. We have family that live over in Oregon. My your brother, my and brother and his wife, and your his former wife who have they have kids and yeah. they've lived in Oregon for a long Ever. time like right across the river they're like fuck you like oh you're gonna have a kid you better save up your sick time I hope you have been working for 12 years and never used a sick day yeah like what that blows my mind it's so sad and then um Colorado isn't gonna have theirs until 2024 damn that's wild to me that just like they're like, hey, you have a baby and then good luck. It's so sad. And like uh, my my friend that just had a baby in Tennessee, I think she had two weeks. It's like two what? weeks. If you have a C-section, you can barely even like get what? around at two weeks. I don't understand. What can you even do in two weeks time? <laughs> like I sleep three hours. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's mind boggling. You're at like the newest part of being. A parent, you still have no idea what you're doing. You're probably fucking exhausted. You're barely recovered from even having the baby. Like yeah. you said, if you had like a physically. Yeah. So and say, hey, move to Washington or yeah. you know, one of these other one of those other states. States. Uh what were the states again? I wanna see if they are like if there's a, a trend in yeah. whether they're like Democratic or Republic Ooh. or Republican or anything like that. California. Okay, Democratic. Connecticut. Not sure. DC. I think uh Democratic. Hawaii. Democratic, I believe. Massachusetts. 
Not sure. Jersey. Not sure. New York. Democratic. Rhode Island. Not sure. And Washington. Democratic. And then soon okay. Oregon and Colorado. Both Democratic. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But um, so that's that's just based off of the paid medical leave. If you take into a whole bunch of other factors, search such as like medical costs, early child care, health care premiums, babysitting, and then other um, expects expenses like the availability of medical professionals, fertility clinics, stuff like that. Um, this kind of changes the ranking. So if you take all of those things into consideration, the best states to have a baby are Massachusetts. Minnesota, D.C., <laughs> New Hampshire, Vermont, North Dakota, Connecticut, Washington, New York, and Hawaii, which also most, I think all of them have the 12 weeks except California. No, California's not even on here. Wow. The worst places to have a baby. Worst places to have a baby. Can you guess? Send in your answers right now. <laughs> worst place to have a baby. I'm going to guess like right off the top of my head, maybe like uh Texas, uh, mm -mm. Kansas, well, uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So worst from the worst to slightly less worse, Mississippi. Mississippi, number one. Ooh, Alabama. Woo! South could've Carolina. Could have just, I should have just said the South. I didn't want to be racist. <laughs> South Carolina, Louisiana, Arkansas, and hey. on Nevada. Wow. They're like, we get rid of those babies here. This is Sin City. <laughs> and then Oklahoma, West Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. So um, Mississippi has the highest infant mortality rate. And the and Vermont has the lowest infant mortality rate. But anyways, Mississippi has the highest infant mortality rate? That's what New York Times says that's crazy. this year from t September 30th, 2021. Wow. Crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, this is stuff you want to take into consideration when, because having a baby is expensive. So expensive. Especially in the U.S. We it's, just had to, like, look at our health care that's coming up in a week and be like, all right, what yeah. is the better? What's going to be best for this year yeah, God, because we're having dude. a baby this year? Oh, it's crazy because if you live in other countries, it's basically free to have a baby in so many different countries. Yeah. And they give you, on average, like six months off. Which is crazy. Like, again, we get 12 weeks. Which, which we're is, super lucky. Yeah, that's crazy. At probably like, I don't know, 60% pay or something like I that. I think something like that. When, again, right over the river, they're like, you get no time with zero pay. Yeah. And it's, it's wild um, to think about. But definitely something to consider when making a child uh which know. is crazy because i get like what four to five weeks of pto so if i just hiked that on top of my we'll see you guys next year <laughs> so yeah that's that's pretty crazy but lucky us we live in a state that you know has is doing the right thing yeah for <laughs> Just, real it's crazy to me yeah um speaking about parenting and doing it overseas Let's touch base on our, you know, let's get an update on our. Oh, yeah, the frozen babies. Yeah, frozen babies. <laughs> so we talked about last podcast how, uh, what was it, Finland? Yeah, I Finland. think it was. Finland. We kept an eye out, but I didn't see any. Finland, people 
would leave their babies outside when they went in to have a drink or go grocery shopping or do different things. We did see stroller yeah. parking everywhere. Yeah, so they actually, we didn't see any babies. We didn't see any babies in like strollers outside. outside, but we did see tons of places to park your strollers. Yeah, like like everywhere was like stroller parking here. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, blew our mind. I was definitely on the lookout for babies uh, outside randomly. And it was cold as shit when we were there. God, yeah. But again, the reason they did that was to uh, increase their immune system, immune systems, strengthen their immune systems. And, you know, all the kids we saw were wrapped up like <laughs> oh my God, the they kids were, in a Christmas story. Yes, just like, barely even move. Yeah. Snowsuits galore. Michelin men looking babies. So. <laughs> That was awesome. But yeah, we I mean, we saw a ton of kids and yeah. they were all wrapped up. And unfortunately, we didn't see any kids left, left outside. outside in this <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't see any kids left outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But today's this week's uh, is also about the northern countries. Actually, we're going to talk about Finland again. Maybe that was nor I think it was actually a couple countries where they did that. Oh yeah, Norway probably, I don't know. Uh but this one is about S- Finland. If we spoke spoke about Finland last week, awesome. But this one this week is about Finland. And uh kids in Finland get frequent breaks from school. So, in Finland, elementary grade uh, elementary grade kids take 15-minute breaks every 45 minutes. With more frequent breaks to move around and play, Finnish kids are thought to be able to keep better focus on their work. With one of the best education systems in the world, they may be onto something. Oh, damn. Which, you know, if you extrapolate that into being a grown-up and working, I think that's a great idea. Every three hours, you get like a 30, 40-minute break, maybe every two hours, just to allow yourself to decompress you're saying that's what we should do i think that would be a good idea oh yeah instead of every every nine hours you get 30 minutes and then a 15 minute break or whatever yeah i need more than that dude again as kids you're like hey my attention span isn't you know that great anyways we're gonna give you 15 minutes every 45 minutes those people over there are really smart not only are they attractive but they're smart not only are they tall as shit (laughs) So but they're smart. <laughs> Maybe that helps with the growing. They're less stressed. Their bones grow more. Maybe. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, so huh. that's our that's our overseas parenting fact of the week. Whoop, whoop. We'll have a new one for you next week. And maybe I'll make it not about somewhere up there. Maybe I'll make it something <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, all right. We're going to get right into something you know quite a bit about and something... I could give two shits about. <laughs> Astrology. Astrology. Okay. Speaking of stars, go ahead and give this podcast. <laughs> Five stars. Sorry. May they align in your favor today. Yes. Um, hey, babe, what's your sign? I do know that. I am a Pisces. Yes. That's a fishy sign. Yes. And but what's your sign? I am a Virgo. Virgo. Hey, yo. Awesome. Um, your mom is also a Virgo, and we are like this, son. That's we are not surprising <laughs> to me because you guys are, like we spoke about in the first episode, <laughs> very similar. You guys could be same, same person almost. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I love her. Um, if you're into astrology, listen closely. If you're not, I'm sorry. Well, so um, part of the the timeline, I guess I will say of like trying to think about when to get off birth control. Obviously, I was on the non-hormonal so I could get pregnant at any time. So I didn't have to do like too much planning. But I was like, okay, if I get off the pill now, we could maybe make it to another Virgo baby because I think I'm pretty cool. So why not have more of me? <laughs> Good point. Good point. I like you. I'd um, be more inclined to have something like you than something like me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All the men in my family are shit. Pisces. True. Well, and I obviously love all of them. Um, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> And they're all so different too. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Probably because that shit's not real. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in thinking about like, oh, at the honeymoon, if we get pregnant in the beginning of the honeymoon, uh, we might have a Leo baby and no offense to Leos. You're a piece of shit. But uh, yeah, not the best experience with them. You're hard um, to work with. Them. Yeah. You just uh, think Dominate. you're so awesome and... Only, I don't know, whatever. No. no offense to any Leos out there. I just personally haven't had a great experience besides my aunt, but even still, she's very strong willed and this is how it's going to be, which is a great quality if you want to be a successful female. So yeah. I can't speak to that because I don't ask people what their signs are <laughs> and I don't, so, I don't know like if your birthday's at this time, I'm like, oh, you're a so-and-so scorpion. So, Scorpio. Speaking of that yesterday, I had, my, uh, I went to the eye doctor that was yesterday yeah. yeah and the girl the young lady that was the assistant or I whatever she was like oh I like your purse and I was like thanks my husband got it for me for my birthday and she's like oh I think I have your birthday here uh August 30th are you a Leo and I was like no I'm a Virgo and she's like that makes sense your energy is more Virgo and I was just like oh thank you so much I'm glad you didn't think I was a Leo because I think I'm way more chill than Leo's and to me that means Nothing. <laughs> um, so, like, ideally, not saying this is going to be planned. Um, obviously, we can try. But having a Virgo or a Libra baby would probably be ideal for me. I don't know that much about Scorpio and Sagittarius. Um, I did. If you're a Scorpio or Sagittarius, write in and let us know your best and worst qualities. Yeah. Um. I did date a Sagittarius one time. I know he listens to our podcast, so I won't say anything negative. But we, obviously, we didn't <laughs> work out. You know so, <laughs> wow. um, but we didn't work out. So obviously, oh really? Um, yeah. Hmm. I'm married to you, hmm. the Pisces. Hmm. And that was also like ten years ago, though. So whatever. We were eleven. That's right. <laughs> now you're like forty, so you were thirty. <laughs> I was nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah, anyway, so, and then I was like, okay, well, if we get pregnant, maybe later on, like in March, when we're in Europe again, then we would probably have maybe a Capricorn, which is what Balin is, and I think she's pretty awesome. Balin is pretty cool, which so, would be her niece. Yeah, that's my niece. Her brother's daughter, obviously. You yeah. guys know how that works. I don't have any sisters, so everything's about my brothers. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I like to, I was super into horoscopes when I was younger as most females. Yeah. Most women are, I don't, you, you don't find many guys that are really into that, <laughs> that unless they're 
feminine, no, uh, feminist, and they're just using it to get in the pants, get the cooch. They're like, oh, you're a Scorpio. You're really strong and fiery. Let me wave my hand over your (laughs) pelvis and (laughs) see what type of energy I'm feeling. I'm sure they're into other things too. Yeah. Sounding. Wait, no, sounding is where you stick things in your penis. Never mind. Oh God. They might be into that, but I don't know. Hopefully not. But uh, yeah, no offense. I definitely don't want an Aries or Gemini baby or Leo baby. And that's pretty much anything else I think I'll be able to work with. But ideally, I would like to have a Virgo or a Libra. Yeah, if you're any of those things, a Pisces make sure to leave a awesome comment too. and talk shit to Amanda yeah. about hey. why you guys are actually great people. <laughs> or if you think you're a piece of shit, let us know. <laughs> I love those things on like the shade room. They're like, say some like crappy thing and they're like, what's her sign? And everyone's just like, I'm like scrolling through the comments to see who's talking Leo, shit about Virgo. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, so that's again something that I uh, really don't know or care about. But if it's something that you're really concerned about then you know we'll shoot for love our baby those regardless but maybe if we only have sex once a week instead of more than that on the times where i don't want to get pregnant obviously i wouldn't withhold sex from you'd be like no i don't want to gemini no No. the chance our babies a dick will be way higher (laughs) (laughs) okay uh it's my two cents yeah very interesting um no. Something I'm really concerned. It's so funny because we watch TV like most people do, but we really enjoy watching TV, spending time together, just chilling on the couch. And I love those commercials about becoming your parents. Oh my God. Like signs uh, you're becoming your parents. I couldn't even tell you what the commercials oh are for. Is it like, is it insurance? It's an insur- or it's insurance for sure. Is it? Either way, it's an older white guy that's like, dealing with all these younger people and talking them about becoming their parents. And it's so funny because as you get older, and I know everybody can relate to this, as you get older, you realize you're doing things that your parents <laughs> always do. And you're just like, let's not talk about leaving the game before we actually get there. <laughs> like one of the examples <laughs> is going to a football game and they're talking about how much parking is and how much money you can make off of parking let's and park near the exit so we yeah, can leave like, yeah <laughs> they're as they're walking to the game they're like oh we should definitely park you know or as they're getting to the game we should definitely park towards the back so we can be closest to the exit and we could leave the game oh my god and w- when should we leave like the third quarter they're like let's not the guy's like let's not talk about leaving the game before we get to the game <laughs> we haven't even done this yet like oh my god we're talking about how candle places cover their overhead and the storage, know, the storage facility needed. It's just such funny shit. So are there things that you see about yourself that you're becoming like your parents where you're just like, wow, that's something my parents would definitely I do. definitely um, see, like I hear myself saying things in the same term or like the same way as my mom, mm-hmm. like calling Nina like my pumpkin or something like that or just like stupid things that like she used to say when I was a child and then now I'm saying them I'm just like oh fuck I sound just like my mom um oh my gosh Uh, my mom used to all we couldn't get out a sentence without her taking like the last word and singing a song about it she's (laughs) like I know a song that has that word in it and she would just sing a song 
And now I do that all the time. You'll say something and I'll just be like, oh, I got a song for that. Yeah. Are you (laughs) singing this song, you weirdo? There's just so many little things that you do. Like your parents, I'm sure like cleaning habits or uh, one of mine that I got from my dad is definitely not being late to things. Oh, yeah. You're like like so stresses me out like crazy being late to shit. I'm just like, we got to be on time. And he was really big on that. And just different things, like the way I say things reminds me of my dad. Uh, It's crazy how you just become your parents. I wonder if that happens if you don't like your parents. I don't know. Hmm. If anyone doesn't like their parents, tell me. Are you becoming just like them? (laughs) Let us know. Um, I'm trying to think if I do anything else that reminds me. I'm sure there's tons of stuff. Of my parents. Oh, like slamming car doors. My dad always would be like, don't slam the door. And now, like, even sometimes, like, if you open it at the gym and you close it too hard, I'm like, don't fucking slam my door. <laughs> like, and I'm just, like, shutting I know, the door. I know, and I'm just like, yeah. Um, just, like, silly things like that. I see um, a lot of things, like my stepdad, like his habits, mm-hmm. I think, Um I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but um, like throughout my adulthood, I'm just like, oh, he definitely does that. Or like, yeah. I'm not as worried about like leaving fans on in the room. Like, of <laughs> course, yet. all dads are like, that's not two yet. cents a year. You better turn that fan off when you're not in Wait the room. Wait till we fucking get kids. You'll <laughs> be like, why is that light on? <laughs> Probably. You're not even in that room. Probably. <sighs> I think it's really funny though. Like, I definitely. There's, there's things that I am just like my mom. And then obviously there's things where we have our own individual, you know, thoughts and yeah, yeah, obviously just like our views on things, but like a lot of things, even now that I'm older, like the thought of riding a motorcycle now, I'm like, that's so fucking dangerous. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And I used to go 110 on the freeway. It's so funny. (laughs) As you get older, you realize how dangerous things are that people do or just how annoying things are or we constantly talk about how lame things are now and how much cooler they were back then. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, music now fucking sucks. Music back when we grew up was fucking awesome. Cue every adult ever. Yeah, <laughs> TV. Wow, TV these days is bullshit. TV back then, like the shows that you watched as a kid yeah. and shows that they play as kids now, you're just like, what kind of dog shit is this? These shows... No wonder everyone's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, which again, like you said, I'm sure every grown-up thinks those things through their years where they're mm-hmm. like, cell phones... Shit's gay. What the fuck are these cell phones? Like, <laughs> we used to have to go over to your house to see if you were home or mm-hmm. fucking if we wanted to ask you out, we had to do it in person. Call your landline. Call see your if house. your dad and picked yeah, up talk the phone. To your dad. Excuse me. Uh, is Amanda there? Who is this? Why do you want to talk to her? Like, yep. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Um, okay. Yeah. To, <laughs> I can't wait to become my parents. I love oh, my God. parents. Your They're parents great. are awesome. We ha- we both had really good parents. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hopefully that'll rub off and we'll be really, really good parents. We got this. You guys will find out as we find out. Yep. Uh, last thing is speaking about being parents and being friends and everything with our parents, finding friends as parents, really finding friends as grownups. But I think we've gone into a transition from being younger and being able to make friends easily because you're doing a lot of social activities and you're meeting people those ways 
whether it be school, I mean, you see those people all the time and then you mm -hmm. kind of keep those friends as you get older. Maybe they introduce you to some new people that they meet. But if you're a grown up, you can totally relate to having a hard time making friends. Now, the only new friends that I've made in my recent years are friends that you've made because it's much easier to make friends as a girl. I'm laying there having somebody wax my asshole and vagina. <laughs> We're going to have some cool conversations as a guy. And girls can just be like, oh, my God, you know, like we have so much shit in common, like three things. We should hang out sometime. Yeah. I mean, that's how you met the girl that, you know, Amber, our good friend. My that, lash lady. Yeah, your lash lady. When I got them done before we got engaged. And so now... I'm friends with her and their her boyfriend and you know we're good friends and we've met some people through them but as guys it's hard because you're just like if you what are you doing like are you at the bar and you're having a drink and a guy orders the same beer that you're drinking and you're like hey man I also like that beer like I also like that dark beer made with goat's milk yeah <laughs> I have a dark beer um but it's like you want to like hang out this weekend, bro? Like it's so awkward for men to uh, ask other men to hang out. You're like, hey, like, man, you want to be friends, bro? Yeah, be friends. Like, hey, man, you want to like come over to my house? It's like, I'm not gay, dude. It's, no, bro, I just want to like <laughs> hang out, like maybe watch some football or something. Like it's just it's hard to make friends as a grown up. But now we're going to transition to the stage where we can meet people without being weird because we're going to have a kid. And if they have a kid, it's like, if my up, kid bro? likes your kid, we have to like, I hope you're cool because yeah. I'm going to have to hang out with you. Guess we got to be friends now. Now that's exactly the point. You really hope if you're for, if your kid becomes friends with somebody that their parents aren't just fucking squares. Yeah. You're like, God, my kid always wants to go over this kid's house. Do you want to have three bottles of champagne while our kids play in the living room? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Are, I mean, let's talk about it here. What are we doing? Are we taking shots while the kids are shooting hoops? Or what are we doing? Are we fucking getting slammed at the soccer game? What let's are we doing? have shots. Let's play beer pong at our kid's first birthday. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to do. As we feed them little oranges at the soccer game we also have watermelon that's been soaked in vodka like <laughs> don't let the kids get it but what are we talking about here yeah. so i'm looking forward to getting into the stage of making new friends with people that have kids like because we got that couple that lives down the street oh yeah that has a baby and we've been waiting to i'm friends with her on instagram but we haven't met yet and i should probably just be like hey let's just you want to come over? But how much easier would it be if you were like, hey, I'm pregnant now. I would love to just like hang out with you and chat about being pregnant much and your experience. And she easier. makes baby clothes and stuff. Yeah. And, and she's our age. Yeah. Like, they're our age. She lived in Arizona. Like It's oh. a perfect setup. I don't know why I haven't just done it. Yeah. So I'm like, but what if I don't like her? And then she lives right next, like a couple houses down. Then it's. She's concerned if she doesn't like it. I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure we'll get along just great. Great. Now we're going to have to move. <laughs> oh. Said something awkward and now I can't sleep. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, Enjoys. Parenting. Man, parenting. Yeah. It should be. I mean, obviously, like COVID times, it's just like, some, you don't know how some people feel about it. And it's like, I feel like we could have made more friends being up here so far but then it's like it's definitely eh. been weird people don't want to get close to you and, and then it's like the only place we really go is a gym but you definitely don't want to talk to like people at the gym yeah um, i mean even though i did make a friend at the yeah, gym he did because of my shirt yep because he was a cardinals fan yep 
Because so. he was from Arizona. We went to the same high school. Yeah. Crazy. Not Different times. Time, but, but yeah. Small world. Yeah. Small world. Uh, anyways, I think that's good for this week. I mean, hopefully you're pregnant. Again, by the time you guys are actually listening to this, she will certainly be pregnant. Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're shooting these them all. in the future or in the past. <laughs> in the past, I guess, from when yes. you're listening to yes. it. But uh, yeah, I mean... We had a great honeymoon. We're hoping we made a, a baby in one of these beautiful countries we visited. Yeah. And uh, if not, we're going to Mexico yep, fairly soon, and then Mexico. we're going back to Europe in mm -hmm. a couple months. So. Yep. So we're just going to keep keep but. pounding it out. But uh, feel free if you have any questions or would like to, you know, we're going to be asking. Talk shit so, about my Zodiac, whatever. Yeah, we're going to be asking for a bunch of advice and other things on the podcast uh, for people that have kids. Pretty much people that have kids. If if you don't have any kids, I prefer you not give me advice <laughs> on <laughs> parenting. But we're going to be asking about all sorts of stuff, parental hacks, uh, you know, best products. So if you ever have any suggestions or comments you would like to make, not only could you leave them in the podcast uh comment section but feel free to email us at trying to parent podcast at gmail.com shoot us a dm yeah shoot us a dm on instagram or a message on facebook and we'll talk about it on the show yeah we would love the interaction and the involvement and give us all the tips because we don't know anything yet yeah this is a team sport you guys uh you're basically raising our kids too. <laughs> so it takes a village it takes a village legitimately well, it's normal size. It's 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 normal size. It's gonna be a normal size baby. <laughs> so, all right. Well, it's been fun. I love you, babe. I love you. Happy episode number two. We've got about He's two thousand. He got two. If you can name that movie, kudos. Kudos to you. Uh, it's close to Christmas. We won't be doing another one before or after or before Christmas. So Christmas next weekend. Merry Christmas, y'all. And if we don't talk to you by the New Year. Happy motherfucking new year. Happy new year. 2022 is going to be a good year for us. Yep. They keep getting better and better, my dear. That they do. All right, baby. Uh, good job. We up out of here. Dead ass. Yeah. I'm trying to be a parent, but I got to run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'm going to feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink cause that shit can be kind of stressful Sometimes you hit the blunt cause that green will help you rest yo You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube Like bro how you wipe your baby boo boo Now welcome to the podcast Trying to parent and make moms laugh Who you know got it like the king's family Amanda and Sean it's the name G Yeah Now welcome to the podcast Trying to parent and make pops laugh